Hello, and welcome to Season 5, Episode 3 of Keeping It Arcadia. I'm Joyce, and I'll be your host for today. First off, podcast member Claire Lee will talk to Scott and Madeline from Arcadia High School's Band and Color Guard about their recent performance at the halftime show of the LA Chargers game. Hello, I'm Claire, and today I'm joined with Scott and Madeline from Band and Color Guard. I'm Scott. I'm a junior. I'm a tenor sax section leader and also the band secretary. Hi, I'm Madeline Lim. I'm from Color Guard. So first off, can you guys tell me about how you guys found out about the Chargers game performance? I actually found out through a friend. Apparently, they told the kids after the marching band period, so they told them in some concert band periods, but I don't have one because I'm a single period contract. So one of my friends that was in one of those periods told me that we were performing. And I found out about the Chargers game um, very similar to how Scott found out. One of my friends is part of the band period as well, and he texted me asking if Color Guard was going to be part of it, and I actually had no idea. And then shortly after, I got confirmation from Color Guard's team captains from the group chat that we were performing. Yeah, and obviously this is a really big deal, so can you tell us how you guys practiced? Well, for Guard, we didn't specifically have practices for the Chargers game. I mean, we had competitions and long rehearsals leading up to the performance every Monday and Wednesday night. And I guess all those practices kind of led up to the performance because we kind of found out last minute. Not last minute, but I mean, we didn't have as much time. And we were always continuously told to make the best out of each rehearsal, just like we would at a performance. So we were all really prepared for the halftime show. Yeah, and I heard you guys practice really long. So can you tell me or how long you practice every week? At least for marching band, I'm sure it's a little bit different for color guard. Every day, including late start Wednesdays, the band has to be at school at 8.10. So it's like a zero period. So we perform during the school day. We have the marching band period. And most kids also have a concert band period. And most of the time they work on other marching band music and techniques during those periods. And then on Mondays after school, there are sectionals. That is usually from 3.45 to 5.45. So it's two hours. On Wednesday, there's Wednesday night rehearsal, which is from 5.30 to 9 p.m. So those are the two outside of school rehearsals for band. There's also percussion. I know they also practice on Thursdays and pep band. They practice on Tuesdays. But when it comes to for the entire band, it's mostly just those two large after-school rehearsals. Yeah, and really quick, can you describe the difference between pep band and concert band and the regular band? Yeah, so of course, there's the big marching band, which has everyone that's a part of the marching band. So everyone that performs in the field show. So concert bands are split by a mix of grade level and skill level. Band one, um, which is only freshmen. There's band two, which comprises of most of anyone else that is not in, not a freshman. And band three is non-freshmen that are, it's like the varsity level band for our program. So it's more of the more advanced musicians. And pep band is the travel band. So it's made up of only band three players that go to away games and uh, perform at community events. So that sounds really cool. And our band is really big. So kind of moving it back to the performance itself, can you guys talk about what the energy was like when you guys got to travel together and also what it was like having to perform after a long day the previous day when you guys went to the Chargers game? So leading up to the performance was very tiring. Our call time was 6.45. It was earlier. And then we also had a competition the day before. And then getting to the Sophie Stadium, Color Guard had their own bus and band had their own bus. And then although we have separate buses, band and Color Guard all leave together at the same time, and we all had the same call time for the Chargers game.
And then I know that a lot of people are involved in getting you guys there, including parents. So can you kind of give a behind the scenes look of who's involved and who goes to all these performances? We rely on parent volunteers so much for our programs. I want to say like 20 parents that help pit dads and there's band moms. So they help with getting us everything we need. So of course, besides like donations, they also help get all the equipment to um, our destinations and they help set up everything that we need to have prepared for our performances. Before we leave, the parents help load all the equipment onto the truck because um, that's a very long and hard process. But overall, besides that, they help everywhere and, and with everything that we need. Yeah, for sure. I always see them walking and helping you guys around. And then kind of talking about once you guys got to the SoFi Stadium, can you give us a rundown of what you guys did um, leading up to the performance? Once we got to the stadium, we got escorted by some of the Chargers staff to a large lounge room where band and color guard were all put together. The room was very nice. I mean, it was spacious and it had couches, tables, and it had a lot of seats. Like it was enough room for everyone and we were just all put together. It was, it was cozy. And then I know that as color guard especially had a really interesting time when you guys did the first practice rehearsal. So can you tell me a little bit about what happened there? So when we first got there, we did all of our, our usual show settings. And, and then I guess after some of the Chargers people saw us rehearsing, we got informed that we had to not use two of our flags. The Chargers were going against the Vikings and the Vikings color that represents them is purple. So the Chargers told us that we couldn't use our purple flags. And so we ended up only using two of our flags and we have four. And then after we got informed about our flags, uh, I believe they saw our costumes as well. And our costumes for our show is a full purple bodysuit. So they had us, we were provided with Chargers merchandise. It was a size large. So Olive Guard just wore a shirt, the Chargers shirt. And it was just a lot, it's like some last minute changes. Did that impact the nerves or anything? Or was that something you guys already expected? And also, did you guys get to keep the shirts? It was a very sudden change. It did add a bit of nervousness for me. And I'm almost 100% sure it did add some nervousness for my teammates as well. But I mean, we adapted well and uh, we did get to keep the shirts. <laughs> it was nice. That's cool. So now that we kind of have an idea of what went on before the performance, can you walk us through what it was like when you guys actually performed? And what was it just like to you? And how did you like it compared to normal performances? I felt that running uh, out of the tunnel onto the field was one of the most surreal experiences I've ever had. It was such an adrenaline rush because I just run out there and there's just the roar of like 70,000 people cheering you on. And it was like most inspiring feeling that one can imagine. The performance itself, we kept it exactly the same as we've always practiced. Despite the high energy and all the commotion, we've practiced so much and we know that uh, we need to trust what we've gotten great at. So we just stuck to our game plan and performed just like well, we've always had. So that sounds like a really cool experience. And kind of after that, what, was, what were the emotions like right after you guys performed? Uh, when we were walking out, we were, all really, we were all really excited, just like seeing all of it. And then, I mean, we just, that was the biggest crowd that we've ever performed in. We we're all really proud and finally happy that it, it was done with. And then now we get to go home and rest. And then, yeah, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. And while you guys were there, did you get to meet any famous players or talk to any important people? 
Uh, at least for me, we didn't really get to like meet the players or anything, but me and my friends did see Dalvin Cook. He's the star running back for the Vikings. We got to see him in the tunnel when we were um, walking from the truck to the room that we were kept in. Yeah, I heard you guys were really busy and they really scheduled your day out really meticulously. And then kind of fight some final thoughts. Can you explain a highlight and maybe something you didn't expect from the experience? I guess something I didn't expect was just overall how well everything went for us. Because I knew this was a completely new experience for most of us. Because I know in 2019, the current seniors and current juniors did go to the Outback Bowl. But even with that experience, this was completely different. Even with the challenge, but very little experience, it was um, overall very well planned and everything went well. So I thought that was a very unique thing that we were able to get through it so professionally and so cleanly, despite chaos behind the scenes. So one thing that shocked me was just like the sudden costume change. And then we had adjusted with the flags. Towards the end, we switched flags and like we just weren't really prepared for the, the sudden change of the flags. But I think one of the highlights was just like the lounge time because we had about three hours off in between, like after rehearsal and to getting ready. And then throughout that time, like the Chargers provided us with, with lunch and the food was really good. And then it was just cool to just hang out with everyone, like after like such a chaotic day. Yeah, and really quickly, what food did you guys get to get? For breakfast, we got the option to have a tofu bowl, cereal, or a breakfast burrito. I personally, I got the breakfast burrito and it was amazing. It had like two kinds of sausages. It was so good. And then for lunch, we had the option of a strawberry kale salad, a veggie wrap, and a croissant sandwich. I got the veggie wrap and I thought it was so good. And it came with like, each meal came with chips and cookies. And this is all provided by the Chargers, correct? Yes. There was like little stacks of food in the lounge room and they just left it for us. Nice. So it's really cool that you guys got to be the first high school band performing there at the Chargers game. We get to watch you guys during the rest parade too. So that'll be really exciting news for both the band and the color guard. So thank you so much to Scott and Madeline for joining us today. And we hope to see the band soon and good luck on your performances. Thank you so much. Next off, podcast member Hayden Wong is joined by members of the Arcadia Girls Golf Team, who recently won Pacific League as well as the Division II CIF title, to talk about their amazing season. Hello everyone, I'm Hayden Wong and I'm here with some girls from Arcadia High School's Varsity Golf Team. So can each of you just briefly introduce yourselves, your grade level? Uh, I'm Keeman, I'm a junior and I just transferred to Arcadia, so I'm brand new to the team. Hi, I'm Nicole Ho. I'm a senior and I'm currently the captain of the girls' golf team. Oh, hi, I am Zoe Sprecker. I'm a freshman on the golf team and so far I'm just chilling on the team, I guess. Hi, I'm Kelly Bong. I'm a freshman. Okay, hi, I'm Rochelle C. I'm a senior and I've been on the golf team for three years. So can you guys just hop in when you're, whenever you guys feel free to? Just what made you pursue golf in the first place? So basically, I started like when I was three, and I didn't really like enjoy it that much. And then I didn't really take it seriously until like when I was seven, I started to like hit a bunch of balls. And then now, and then I just got into the game. And then eventually, I started to get into tournament playing, which is really fun. And then here I am. I'm on the girls' golf team in varsity. So I'm really proud of how much I accomplished over the years. Yeah, I'm like similar with Zoe. I started when I was four. But I didn't really get into it a lot until like middle school when I started playing a lot. I 
liked it, I guess, enough to keep playing until high school. And it's been really fun in high school, so I'm glad I kept going. You um, guys are all making me feel bad because I started when I was like 10. And I started because of my dad, no cheesy backstory, so. <laughs> Sister. Well, yeah, same. I started because of my sister. Like, she was taking lessons, and then I would just like hit on my own on the side. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I enjoyed it. That's cool. I started when I was seven or eight, and it just started when my mom put me in lessons. And honestly, I didn't really enjoy it in the beginning. Um, but she just forced me and put me into tournaments, and it, that kind of built up. That that built up like my mental capacity and everything for the game. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my mental capacity is still not here. <laughs> All right. So, can you guys share your just your initial thoughts after winning the CIF Division II Pacific League Championship? Well, honestly, it was, a, it was the team CIF, right? So, I couldn't be more proud of everyone. I mean, we came in and we weren't even sure if we were all going to do our best. I mean, we... We looked at the, you know, all the other teams playing and we got kind of intimidated, but, you know, we just kind of cheered each other on and with we just went out there and we killed it. <laughs> hey. Yeah, you guys, you guys, could, um, your record was 30 and 0. Um, so you guys definitely killed it. And well, then I just pulled up a fact where in 2019, the girls golf team actually went 28 and 0 after winning the, the same award, which was the uh, CIF Division II Pacific League Championship. They finished with the best record at that time. What do you think sets this team apart and sets just this year apart from other years? I would definitely say the freshmen and Yeah, we got definitely. Like a lot of not, freshmen. Not to toot my own horn, but <laughs> I know <laughs> but yeah. But we got we had a lot of new players this year and they were all really good and it just really improved the team overall together because Definitely. We can score lower oh, as a whole. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Especially yeah. in Team CIF when we take into account um, five of the players' scores. And also, like, Coach was really supportive. Like, Definitely. throughout, he was always, like, yeah, cheering us on. Yes. He's, He's like, yeah, not critical He's at, at all. Very positive, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Yes, he very optimistic. Like, it like, helps a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, you have a chance, so, you know, take the chance. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. That's really important. And... What would be like some strategies that you think your coach really helped help you guys focus on the game or specific strategies that your coach wants you to perform during the game? I mean, like, he doesn't like strategy in golf unless it's like your personal strategy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but he did help. He always told us to calm down and have fun, which is important. He's like, doesn't matter what the score right. is, just do the best that you can do. Mm -hmm. And we all did our best. So that really helped us. Yeah, yeah, the only thing he tells us before we go out is hit bombs, make putts. Yeah. 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 yeah, we give him a little fist bump, and we're like, okay, we can do this. Yeah, yeah. It, it helps a lot with nerves. And Definitely, a lot of he takes it takes a lot of the pressure off on us so that we can mm -hmm. perform to the best of our ability. That sounds really good. And um, so golf might seem like an individual sport uh, on like from the outside, but right. I know that teamwork is obviously in any sport is really important. So how do you think that teamwork plays uh, a role in golf and in your, uh, in your specific team? I mean, throughout our practices alone, we're all there having fun and we're joking around. It, it just makes it a lot easier to spend more time on our game, especially when we have, you know, mm -hmm. peers like, like my teammates here and we, you know, practicing, doing the same drills. And then yeah. when, when it comes to like the actual like tournament or match, it's just 
game mode. We just game mode. Co- yeah. focus on our own thing and then just play our best and then we'll see what happens. You can't like you can't like make someone shoot the score you want. It just right. it just happens. You just play your best and if it comes out what you want, great. If it doesn't, that's okay. We still played hard. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how like I the good thing it. about going out there with the team is like on the course, sometimes you'll pass by some other oh, girls yeah, and yeah. like, you know, we're, yeah. all, we're all, you know, checking up on each other and it, it's just, yeah. it makes it really fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like we practice a lot, like um, together as a team. Like we see each other like at the beginning of the season, like four times or four times a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you'll see your teammates outside of practice also because we practice a lot. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. You'll run into each other. You'll be like, hey, what's up? And then, yeah. Oh, yeah, so. that's me. Yeah. That's, oh, that's me, like, all the time because, like, yeah, I see you guys all the time You're now. always that Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, like, each time I, like, go over, like, in a tournament, I was just like, oh, my goodness. Oh, most of my friends are here. <laughs> from, like, from, like, different teams. So I was just, like, pass by. I just say, oh, hello. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then it's also nice to know that the team is always here, like, to support us mm-hmm. yeah yeah that sounds really good i i just feel like when you guys see each other in the practice field that sounds really awesome and obviously the te- the pandemic affected most sports golf included so what was training like during covid um i don't we didn't play like they shut down everything for like four months almost mm-hmm. so basically i didn't play at all for that four months but then like they started loosening it and the golf courses were probably one of like the first like recreational places to open because it's a right. really individual it's very sport. Open. Open. So after that, I was literally there like every day because it's the only thing I can do. Mm-hmm. So I just practice golf like every day. So I wasn't like super rusty when we got back. There was like some parts where I was like, uh, I need to work on because I haven't been able to access stuff. But honestly, it wasn't that bad because I practiced a lot during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, for me, I did not practice that much during the pandemic, and then I started practicing more seriously, like. Maybe like one or two months before the season started, the school year started. Same here. Like I don't, I didn't really like practice much during the pandemic, and then once golf courses finally opened, I was like, finally, I can finally like, go to the range and start whacking balls and get my swing on track, which yeah. took a very long time. Oh but my God. Yeah. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I feel like so my swing didn't even up. change that much. No, <laughs> no I like, 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 you that. No, oh good. Good. Anyways, but anyways, that blood like gets better. But anyways, but anyways, that blood, sweat, and tears just paid off. Now, yeah. now yeah. our golf team is like pretty good. So well, yeah. definitely, when I came back, I needed to work on my short game. Like yeah. <laughs> I, I, I had to work on that. Like, was rusty for me. Mm-hmm. So I know that you guys recently just finished your playoff round, and sadly, you guys got um, knocked out in the uh, regionals. Um, but what are some expectations and goals that you have for next year and the future? And what would be the mindset from now on? I mean, as a senior, I know that I won't be participating next year. But <laughs> I think, I mean, looking at our varsity team right now and, you know, all of the new faces, all of the, especially the freshmen, I mean, they've been doing super well. And, you know, our varsity team is actually comprised of, like, three freshmen. Three. Mm-hmm. Or two well, freshmen. Like, yeah. Two. Yeah. But that's still that's still yeah. relatively a large number compared to last year or, the you know, years prior. So I think um, next year these freshmen will, you know, be stronger. They they know what it's like to go out there in the CIF tournaments, and oh, yeah. they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, no pressure. But, like, even though I'm a senior, so I won't be here next year. 
But I do think that you guys will do better next year. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have more time to practice now. You know what you gotta fix, and you guys are also getting new faces next year too. Oh yeah, we're gonna have some good players yeah, next year. Yeah, you guys are just gonna get stronger. It's gonna be so, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch you guys. <laughs> oh I'll send you guys updates. <laughs> yes, I'll be like, "Q, how to go?" <laughs> Right. So speaking about you got you just mentioned about how some things some of the things that you can fix. So for the players that you guys are going to play next year, um, what are some specific things that you you would aim to improve on? For me personally, it's more of a mental problem because golf is not a physically demanding sport. Oh, it yeah. takes a lot of strategy and thinking and. You get, you get really nervous for each and every shot and when you're out there for four and a half hours it takes a toll on you mentally so personally for me it's just working on that and making sure i can stay focused and perform to the best of my ability mm-hmm. yeah yeah i completely agree with you because my because like okay like i have like the physical strength but mm-hmm. my head is like not there <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. That's just golf. That's just golf. I agree with you guys, but also for me, like speaking, like more like golf related, I also want to work on my short game more. I feel like I could definitely decrease strokes if I improve my short game. Mm-hmm. Short game takes a lot of practice. Mm-hmm. Short game and hours and hours. It's just muscle memory. Yeah, you just have to work to get there. And also, so is putting. Cause oh yeah, putting. Oh, Putting's putting. always key. Yeah, people think mm-hmm. it's not important, but honestly, half of your game is comprised of your putts. Yeah. Oh no, putting makes up literally half of your strokes. Like mm-hmm. whenever yes. you have a good putting day, then that's like yes. those days where you can. Those days, <laughs> are, yeah, they're like the best days. Like my driver can be way off, but if I'm making putts, I don't care. <laughs> Or right. maybe another way you can have like fewer putts is that you can like stick every shot close and you can just oh yeah, yeah. that that would be maybe ideal for real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 All right, this has been a really really good interview and thank you so much for joining me here today and huge congratulations on your amazing season. This has been Hayden Wong with Keeping It Arcadia. Thank you so much for tuning in to our third episode of Season 5. Congratulations to our band, Color Guard, and girls golf team for their accomplishments, and keep on shining, Apaches. For the full list of episodes, you can visit dciausd.weebly.com. Make sure also to check out Arcadia DCI and Arcadia Unified on Instagram and the Arcadia Unified School District Facebook page to find out more about DCI and keep up with district events. This has been Joyce Pang with Keeping Out Arcadia, and we'll see you next time. This is Keep It Arcadia signing off.